the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. On 930 a.m. The answer, I'll warn you, it's going to be a bit busy on those airwaves today because we have lots of folks here at Millburgers. The corn is to your, on the left side of are your they right, all here at Millburgers or are they all here in our studio? They're all here in the little, our little studio, <laughs> yes. Uh, a lot of them are here right by us. The balloon animals, which you'll uh, hear popping, uh, balloon art, you'll hear popping every now and then. For some reason. The roasted corn, people getting that. Uh, wow, she's got a big order for the roasted corn coming up right now. Uh, the pumpkin patch, lots of things going on. The Lions Club is here. They're doing uh, free screenings, and uh, they're doing eyeglass donations. He's going to tell you about those teachers. Yeah, he, he told me. Uh, oh, did he tell he, you I told him? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And he, he I said, "You're gonna he, have to explain this to Jerry. He's very confused." <laughs> and he said, uh, "He said he, he didn't know where I got that." And I said, "Well, it's on the Millburger site. Yeah, the uh, where they talk about. They said for more information on the stats, right? Click here." And so uh, he said that must have carried, carried me to a national page. Oh, where they. Uh, so they, did you ask them how many? They were doing all. Uh, yeah. Did you ask them how many teachers were engaged here in San Antonio? <laughs> no. Was it two hundred thousand nationally? Yeah. Okay. I still got it. All right. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight. 8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. So when is that terrible stormy rain supposed to come? Oh, are is we supposed Sunday to... night? We missed it. We, what happened? Is it Sunday? What was... Sunday is, night? We got it um, some on Monday. How much? I don't know. Do you remember? Didn't yeah. we get some on Monday? Point one. Oh, <laughs> oh was, that, was that Monday? I'm confused because we yeah, keep... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. we got more on No, no, that was... Uh, well, Sunday, we got more than, than Monday. Okay. But we had the expectation was that we were going to get some on Monday. But, yeah. I'm but, trying. but they're almost sure that this this is a big one coming. Okay, let me look at the weather. Big time. All right. Well, that's what like they said. Like two-tenths of an inch? What? <laughs> all right. I see no rain at all. Did in the they... Floor. What? Did some of the... Surrounding areas get a good yeah, rain. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, snowing up in Utah. Seventy twenty percent chance of showers on Friday. Oh, Next 50 percent chance of showers or thunderstorms 
on Tuesday. Oh, on Tuesday. Tuesday night, nothing. 30% chance Monday night. Uh, precipitation. Uh, don't tell Jerry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't man. see it. Let me look on. This is the national one. Let me look on KSAT <laughs> and uh, see what they got. Yeah. Uh, I found this uh, to give you more discouraging information. Oh, please. <laughs> I found this write-up about the, the guy at A&M that uh, predicts all the weather, all the rain. Yeah. The weather, he said. Says, uh, huh? says this, this guy named Dr. Nielsen Gammon researches large-scale and local-scale weather, climate, and air pollution focusing on intense rainfall and droughts. All right. He's got across the board, doesn't he? Raindrop Rain and drought. drought. He teaches weather analysis and forecasting courses, climate, cha- uh, climate and climate change, and computer modeling. So this guy should know what he's talking about, right? At A&E. And, uh, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> and uh, he's been asked to address the La Nina, Nina yeah. uh, conditions in the Pacific Ocean and his predictions for a continued drought that expect, expect to continue into 2023. Oh, wow. Well, okay. That's next year. Yeah, I mean, that's a, just three or four months. Possibly mimicking the epic drought of 2011 to 2012. Okay, I don't remember the epic drought. Was it pretty bad? <laughs> yeah, the epics fell over. Oh, they, we didn't have any epics. <laughs> La Nina means little girl in Spanish. Right. La Nina. Or simply a cold event. La Nina has the opposite effect of El Nino. El Nino. Yeah. El Nino. Nino. During La Nina events, trade winds are even stronger than usual, pushing the warm water toward Asia. Off the west coast of America's upswellings increases, bringing cold, nutrient-rich water to the surface. These cold waters in the Pacific push the jet stream northward. That's bad when a Water can push a jet stream. Yeah. This tends to lead drought in the southern U.S. That's us. And heavy rains and flooding in the Pacific Northwest and Canada. During La Nina year, winter temperatures are warmer than normal in the south and cooler than normal in the north. Uh, La Nina can also lead to more severe hurricane conditions. No. So that what they're saying is, <laughs> it looks like this dry weather is going to continue for a while. Well, but into 2023 doesn't mean anything necessarily. I mean, that could be just January. No, no, I mean, <laughs> into 2023 could be January 15th it breaks. I mean... But you're, it doesn't sound like it. eternally opposite. I am. Um, when did we last get rain? We were, t- I guess, did y'all say Sunday? And then we got some f- yesterday. How much did we get yesterday? It was not a, much. Yeah, it didn't seem like much. 
It was a slow, steady rain. Yeah, you're right. It was Monday because that's when I uh, – and we didn't get much, no, because <laughs> – uh, we did water the lawn, but after the rain. That's right. That's right. I, yeah, that ca- was our, I called you and told you that to was water our, the lawn. That was our day, yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. we just have to take what we get. Yep. And now looking at the local, like KSAT, they don't show anything. Uh, I see no rain in the forecast from now until next Saturday. Huh. Well, let's see. Okay, the best chance... Of rain this week, according to their f- website, is Tuesday morning when scattered showers will be around. Okay. Scattered showers. All right. Well, Anyhow. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's going on in your gardening world? Uh, give us a call, and we'll help <laughs> you answer the questions and stuff. And As I was walking in, uh, they, got, they got some beautiful uh, white sacrament over there. I mean, a whole table, for, uh, several tables full of them. So, uh, and they've got the other colors, too, that you can mix with the white. But uh, that white is pretty impressive in the shade, yeah. you know. And yeah, they're, they're on sale. They, they love this weather. Are the white ones, too? Or just well, they're just cyclamen and the cool, the cool weather annuals. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just perfect. Four-inch pot, regularly six ninety-nine, almost seven. Yeah, I'll double-check you, but go ahead. <laughs> five for thirty dollars. Yep, five for thirty. Which still on with, sale with my rapid cal- calculating mind. You, you're like a savant. Uh, I know. It. What do they call those savants? <laughs> Is it, is it still proper to say that someone is an idiot savant? Uh, hey. I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll get calls from our savants uh, out there. Anyway, five for 30, that's $6 a piece. Yep. And when they're selling regularly for $7 a piece, that's a savings of a dollar, even from the sale price. Did you see bearded irises? Uh, no, it's not on I yours. Saw, it's new this week. I saw... <laughs> Oh, is it? Yeah. I saw... Uh, Bearded Irish flags. I saw an article by Calvin, which she talks about Bearded Irish. Cemetery Irish. Yeah, cemetery Irish. Uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> he says, Irishes are not fussy about soil unless it gets is soggy. Uh, we grow a lot of Irish in... Uh, in Tennessee and in uh, East Texas, right? Yeah. You'd think they might get soggy there. No, they're, they're, they got sand. Well, yeah. that's true, too. Yeah. So uh, as long as they're, 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 all kinds of rain is okay as long as it just th- that drains through. Yeah, th- those are the ones. <laughs> we talk about planting them right, half of the rhizome is sticking out of the soil. Yeah, the top is level yeah. level with the soil. Yeah, and I was mentioning that Tennessee's using those as a wildflower along the road. The oh, interstates. that must be nice. And they just put them out with a, I don't know, peanuts harvester or some some reed. That just they just shred them out there, throw them out there under the ground, and they take off. Yeah, well, they will. Well, you know, we talk about the deer going through and yeah. yanking them up. <laughs> but, uh, but even when the deer do that, most of them survive because they 
even when they're upside down, <laughs> they they figure out a way to get a piece of root there you go. into the ground, and they eventually uh, grow. But it, the deer will <laughs> have a tendency to pull every single one of them out of the ground. Yeah, your idea about uh, spraying them with liquid fence every week for three to six weeks. That's right. Uh, but now, Calvin, you've got to start using the new brand of liquid fence. So the stink won't uh, people make people quit using it. I love to garden, right? Is I don't know. I Is it I love or I must garden? I must garden. Oh. I like. I the, like the love part. I know. <laughs> I, I like li- the regular liquid fence because it works. <laughs> well, I'm assuming that this is going to work. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. All those keeps people sweet, those sweet smelling yeah. <laughs> things. Uh, but the different fragrances, yeah. different amo- ammonia, um, so aromas. Just think MG, like my initials, MG, must garden. I must garden. There you go. That's Something's easy, right? fire. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... Uh, yeah, they've got it in uh, mint flavor, mini, mini flavor, and yeah, spice, uh, spice flavor. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I've so got. So you I've, can drink it as a tea, or you the, can spray it for the deer. There you go. <laughs> I wonder if you could take mint tea and spray it. To, uh, <laughs> they recommend this would be nice. if that would work. You could take mouthwash. Well, you they could. recommend that for mosquitoes. I've heard that that you spray that around and it, confu- well, they, it confuses them. Hey, you. Uh, it does. They're confused. <laughs> a number of the the gardeners, uh, master gardeners, used to spray with it, with a a pepper, yeah, stew, pepper kind of a oh. stew. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But this, well, I'm test having it tested down uh, south of here in uh, in a extremely heavy deer-proof area, deer resist, deer prone. And we'll just area. set them up by you. He's fine. He's fine. He's got it. Uh, yeah, when we sprayed the uh, the mouthwash, it was interesting because before the whole porch was like, bzzz, and there's like, bzzz, bzzz, bzzz. they were just confused. I'm telling you. <laughs> Happy Halloween! All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixties. Can you make Can you make it work, Trace? Right there. I'll put you put you a little to the side. There you go. Will that work? Okay, you can you can't get that over your uh, top hat. <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. As I was walking, you're kind of busy today, Trace. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> As I was walking in, there was a little boy, and his mother's trying to get him to the car, and he wasn't having any part of that. He was running, no. running, running, and I said, "Is he excited a little bit?" And <laughs> she said, "Really." <laughs> she couldn't get him. I think she finally went out, got, just gave up and went to the car. There was a little boy running alongside the train, and his Uh-oh. dad was trying to catch him. Uh-huh. I don't know. That boy's going to be a runner. Uh-huh. His, his dad, every It was fun to watch because every time his dad got close enough to stop him, uh-huh. it was a Hussein Bolt. Yeah, yeah, it was. It could have been. He, he kicked Junior. it into high gear. Yeah, he would kick it into gear. And just and then the dad finally got him, but two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So Trace, yes, it is a little busy here today, which is great. Not so busy that you know you can't do uh, your stuff, but you can come out here and 
Get all your gardening supplies. Enjoy the pumpkin patch and get some corn. Vote for number 13. Vote for number 13. Oh, okay. And, and I got my eyes checked this morning, so they're not just doing it for <laughs> kids. They're doing it for oh, the adults those too. that are young at heart. Yeah, uh. good. Do they give you a prescription? Uh, well, we were checking to see if I was wearing the right prescription. So, uh, no, I'm not. Uh, you're not you're wearing, not wearing the, right? the right prescription? Correct. Do they give you the right prescription? Yes. And then they gave me a pair of glasses to try on and say, is this better? Huh. They didn't give it to me, but they... No, I understand. They loaned me. I need to get an eye exam. They're here till 3. I can do it. Yeah, you can. You got two of them. You might as well at least get one check. Uh, uh, Yeah, that's right. I think it's a sale today. If you get one check, you get the next one check. Buy one, get one free. Yeah. (laughs) Buy one free, get one free. I think that's what it is. Cool. (laughs) And if you're interested in the Lions Club that's doing all that, uh, they would love to have new members. Yeah. And there, he said he's got a project for legacy members. He'll he'll come up. Uh, Sam's going to come up and explain that to us. But that people who have a history in their family of uh, folks that were in the Lions Club and kind of legacies, and are they joining? So yeah. So all right. Well, what else we got? The uh, I, I can't give blood. No, I faint when I see blood. Oh, so. but we do have a blood drive going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, face painting, balloon art. The yeah. corn. I got permission from my wife oh, to be off the diet just today. One day? Okay. Well, I, I think I How many? retroactively asked for it for tomorrow too. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> That's your story. Just yes. stick to it. Yeah. I am. Uh, you, uh, you. What's your quota? One or two? Or? Depends on how hungry I get and oh. if there's any corn left at the end. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and he's got the condiments. Let me tell you. Yeah. So you got roasted corn. You got butter. And he's got, you name it, if you like it on a on corn on a cob, he's probably got it. So I, I did the lemon pepper and the pepper. Okay. But he's got all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Cayenne pepper. Does he salt. have mayonnaise? Uh, no. No mayonnaise? Okay. No. Butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost I'm, mayonnaise. I don't know. I know some people do mayonnaise. We got a big argument at the office one time when I said, ew, mayonnaise. Oh, it, was, it, got, it, it got ugly here. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on your side. That just yeah. sounds funny. But it does sound something like my wife would do. <laughs> we got some people enjoying the corn in front of us right now. And uh, the terror train running from at least uh, till 2. Um, and then what happens tomorrow? Everything's still here but the blood drive, no blood drive, no. No Lions Club. No Lions Club. Okay, so today corn tomorrow? Corn tomorrow. Okay. I yeah. got to get up early again. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. But I, br- I brought a lot of $5 bills, Milton. Did you? Yeah. So you donate two two extra dollars yeah. every time? Yeah, they come. Okay. Did you bring some insulin? Huh? Did you bring some extra insulin? Yes. Okay. I okay. do. Right again. No, you don't have to show me. <laughs> I believe you. Uh, Jerry and, was. And extra needles, too. Jerry and Calvin were bragging on your cyclamen. Oh, they're pretty. Especially the white. Yeah, that white is a killer. Didn't, don't I remember you said that you had trouble getting the white? Was that year before last? Or? So last year I had a problem getting red. The year before I had a problem getting white. Okay, okay, that's what I remember. So there was a, I think there was a crop failure on part <laughs> of the whites last year. Wow. And I'm, I have to test uh, Calvin's theory. I still say... The white cyclamen has the best fragrance. Oh. But one of the girls came to me and said that those little miniature blooms 
have the best fragrance. And it didn't matter which color. They just had more fragrance. The huh. miniature cyclamen? Yeah, the ones with the little baby blooms that look like violas. A, a young, oh, okay. A young person or an old person? Uh, an in-between. No. <laughs> Younger than us. How yeah, about that? There you go. But uh, let's see. A cyclamen from a bulb? It is. That's what I thought. Not from a seed. It, it almost looks like a like a crocus bulb. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I don't guess I've ever seen a cyclamen bulb. Well, a lot of them break off at the at the base too. You know. Yeah. And yeah, the, you know, will they over come back in the fall? They won't. No, that that the ones that break off don't. That you know, that's when you got the squirrels and the <laughs> carriers and everything running yeah. th- running through your containers. I wonder if you could dig them in the spring and save that bulb. Well, oh, we, we the, tried it for uh, years. You so, so it's in, it's, it's going to be January or February by the time it looks like something. So you get yeah, to enjoy yeah. it for a month or two. Minutes. It's not. It's better just to. Let God take them <laughs> and then plant some feed, more. Feed the squirrels. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I guess the squirrel might eat it. I haven't. Well, Calvin said they did. No, oh, no. They're just running through. and they. Oh, okay. And they uh, also spend a lot of time burying the pecans. In the, yeah, yeah. In <laughs> well, a lot of bulbs are poisonous. You know? I wouldn't doubt that. I mean, uh, it's on the deer-resistant list. Is it, Cyclone? Uh, but I've seen them. When we had our, our deer issue, uh, <laughs> they came in and they ate the blooms. They, yeah, they didn't yeah. do much to the foliage, but they did eat the blooms. They do are that getting, on a lot of plants. Are you getting any re- uh, more reports on snapdragons uh, and the deer eating them? I, I always get reports that they don't mess with them unless there's nothing else to eat. <laughs> well, this year, there's nothing else to eat. Well, on that note, we, have, we have hay for sale. Yeah, <laughs> Gordo hay. Is that right? That's that's what the man called it. He okay. feeds it to his cows, and he says that Gordo hay bales. Yep. Can you can you feed deer hay, Milton? I don't know. You can't. Certainly can. Uh, the uh, he's shaking his head. So no. oh, okay. The broadleaf. Uh, Why not? Alfalfa hay. You can. Yeah, but they they don't. Well, eat they'll grass. eat just about anything. Why wouldn't they eat that? They don't <laughs> eat grass. Well, they, they don't yeah. eat grass. What do they live on? Yeah, they do. Your flowers? <laughs> no, they, they, they browse. You know, they eat twigs and things like that. But uh, we've, we've had quite a bit of discussion on this. All right. Well, I guess I have to but, say then we have uh, deer corn. <laughs> right. Okay. There you go. But uh, the, uh, my, my neighbor uh, said, <laughs> said, uh, the deer don't eat grass. They're getting acorns out of the grass, moron. But uh, <laughs> Forrest Appleton says, how many pictures do you want in my front yard of the deer eating grass? And the the, problem, the deal is they'll eat some grass, but if, you feed, if they feed them nothing but grass, they'll die. Oh, okay. They've got to have uh, that roughage of. And uh, if you if you watch too, they're the most popular. They're not actually eating lawn grass. They may eat some, but not a lot. But they're eating things like, uh, oh, our uh, broadleaf weeds. And oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what 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 is your favorite? So Henbit. 
So if, oh, they want, if they want a manicured yard, you're saying let the deer in? <laughs> no, no, they're not. A, well, actually, they're not bad at that. Uh, hen bit, so yeah, they'll eat hen bit. They'll how eat, about uh, horse herb? Horse herb. There you go. Oh. That might be a solution. Evelyn? No, they, no. Uh, they, they <laughs> eat horse herb. Oh, uh, yeah. So they could get rid of Evelyn's horse herb. No. They could reduce the quantity. Uh, she rather. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Nothing she'd rather have the deer or the... Okay. Nothing gets rid of her. Hey, we have to take a break. Before we do, what's happening in the boutique? Uh, we do have uh, our Halloween decorations at 50% off. Okay. All that right. excludes pumpkins and uh, hay. Okay. Good. And y'all always have unique decorations. We do. Yeah. Anything, like, really, really cool that stands out? I like the three witches that are, like, tied together. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very cool. Okay. So that's all here at Millburgers, and uh, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. On a hill far away. Got an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. We got a minute or so, guys. Uh, so uh, Al's gonna play music from uh, Jerry Lee Lewis all today, who passed away yesterday. Did he really? Yep, the age of 87. Hey, uh, I'm trying to figure out a way to do a bad pun on. Trick or tree. No. Treat your tree. How's that? To, uh, thank you very much. To take care of it no, that, with a tree hugger sprinkler. Oh. A tree hugger sprinkler will make sure that your tree is watered well and is doing well, especially as Jerry said, with the weather being the way it's going to be. It sounds like uh, that Even it's. Even for another year. Yeah, so uh, that tree hugger. Uh, maybe the best investment you can make to keep that tree looking good. There are three different sizes, the 7-inch, the 11-inch, and the 15-inch. It has a hinge on it, so it opens up and closes around or hugs the tree. It's a how tree hugger. I don't know. Oh. Oh, he's not telling us how it sounds. I guess we got too upset. <laughs> but uh, you'll find them here at Millburgers. Uh, you'll find them at HEB. Jerry's got an article on Plant Answers about them yeah. and using them. You can turn it up a little bit, turn it up a lot, and uh, get the uh, the effect that you want with your tree hugger sprinkler. So go check them out at treehuggersprinklers.com and head on over to Millburgers or HEB and find them. All right, we got some guests here. Sam, you want to uh, introduce yourself and then introduce who we got? Well, I'd be happy to. It's a great day out here at Millburgers, and uh, I'm Sam Pantusa. Most of my buddies know me as Lion Sam because I'm in the Northside Lions Club, and we are out here today. Uh, with our Lions Site Research Foundation mobilized screening unit providing free vision screening, especially for little kids. And fortunately, we got a whole bunch of little kids running around yeah. here today having a great time. Got roasted corn, got face painting going on, balloon animals, pumpkins <laughs> everywhere. What a great day out here at Millburgers. <laughs> uh, we have the uh, opportunity a couple of times a year to come out and, and uh, help with our vision screening. The Millburgers is just a, a great partner with uh, our Site Research Foundation and help us in all kinds of ways. And it's just a pleasure to come out here and be with them and to be able to talk to you today out here, too. Uh, we have some, uh, some folks here. Every year we come out and have a, a new dignitary for you because wow. every year we have a new district governor 
And today it's my pleasure to introduce to you Lion Steve Mays, who's our district governor. Our district is one of 16 in the state of Texas. It's called 2A2, and Lion Steve is from the Lavernia Lions Club. So I'm going to hand this over to him to talk to you a little bit now. Hey there, Steve. How are you? Do I call you Lion Steve or Steve? Lion Steve's fine. All right. How are you doing, Lion Steve? I'm doing well today. Uh, really appreciate what you guys are doing here for us today and what they're doing for us out here at, uh, at Millburgers. Uh, we try to come out here every year and... Uh, look around. They got a lot of great stuff going on here. A lot of stuff for the kids to do this year. Yeah, which, uh, I think a lot of in a big pumpkin patch over there. A lot of people taking pictures. Uh, <laughs> Talk about the mission, uh, the overall mission, the umbrella mission of the site, uh, okay. because that is one of the overall missions of the Lions Club. Right. That's probably what we're most known for, and that's because of Helen Keller back in 1925 at one of our international conventions. She challenged the Lions to be Knights of the Blind. So we we took off with that and. It's probably our, our, our biggest mission. Uh, it's probably our biggest mission uh, right now, and we, we do a lot of that here in Texas. We uh, have a, a program for screening kids at schools. We do 10, 15, 20,000 kids a year just in our district alone, mm -hmm. all the, the state-mandated uh, school vision and hearing screening. Uh, Line Sam here with the Line Sight Research Foundation, they do, they do a lot uh, in our area as well. Uh, we've also got here in Texas a uh, uh, eyeglass recycling center. We, yeah. we collect eyeglasses, uh, used eyeglasses, readers, uh, sunglasses, just about anything. We send them to our uh, recycling center out in Midland, and I think they average between one and two million pairs a year that they recondition and, and send out on uh, for vision missions in uh, North and South America. Which is it really is amazing. Very, very impressive. Yeah, and do 40, they actually are they 40, putting are they using the glasses again reconditioned or and I, I can't remember I know we talked about it before yes Sam. They, they reuse they reuse everything okay yeah. all right so it's the prescription is doesn't change for the glasses they're not putting in new lenses no. okay no but still I mean there are a lot That's of people right. that these are, this is life changing exactly exactly especially you know you uh, in some of the rural areas here in the states and especially in in Central and South America and Latin America uh, you know, a lot of people get to see well for the first time. Yeah. You know, they, you know, it's really a big deal. Yeah, Pre-pandemic, pre uh, because of all of the Lions Clubs, oh, there goes the train. <laughs> anyway, because of all the Lions Clubs and the clinics that have been established in Mexico, pre-pandemic, they were actually distributing something like 1,500 pair of glasses a day to uh, those that needed them in the colonias and, and uh, throughout Mexico. So it's quite That's a project. That's pretty impressive, yeah. Yeah. And uh, like Lion Steve was saying, we at the Site Research Foundation have a longstanding partnership with the UT Health Ophthalmology Department here in San Antonio. And because of that, we have five facilities that carry the Lion's name. Uh, the one we talk about the most because it's uh, so important to help people that already have vision problems is our low vision center. Uh, which helps people maintain as much independence as they possibly can, given the situation that they have. And the primary way that that's done is uh, not just through the evaluations and examination portion, but they work with a uh, ophthalmologist, uh, I'm sorry, with an occupational therapist that is specialist in low vision. And uh, she helps them uh, maintain their independence, do whatever it is they like to do, work on computers and, uh, and cook and, and do all of those things that they traditionally were able to do. And we come in and help by supporting them 
in a lot of cases by purchasing the kinds of equipment they need. Sometimes it's computers, sometimes it's iPads, and in a lot of cases we help people that have uh, special needs of special kinds of prescriptions with special tints and all those kinds of things. So that's just one of the ways. Most of our Lions Clubs throughout our communities help uh, children especially, but they also help adults that just don't have the means to get examinations and glasses and, and just to be able to continue to do what they do. Uh, a lot of cases, people that visit our, visit our mobilized screening unit come in, and our manager back there, who is another past district governor, Lion Chris Lloyd, will ask them as they are leaving, because he does the exit interview on them, says, exactly how did you arrive here today? And they'll say, well, I drove. Yeah. I said, well, uh, that's not necessarily a good thing. So, you know, you need to go see somebody to help you. He drove after he had a few Get the kind of glasses drinks, that right? you need and uh. so forth. Yeah. Hey, listen, we're on a, a kind of a, another uh, mission here, uh, not just here, but uh, throughout the year. Uh, we, like lots of other organizations that are involved in service, have a hard time uh, getting new, younger folks to get involved with us. And, but we have come upon uh, the idea, because we get asked this an, an awful lot of times by people that say, you know, my grandfather was a lion a long time ago. My dad was a lion a long time ago. And, of course, we follow up with that follow-up question, well, how come you're not? We would really like to be able to find folks who uh, have that kind of history in fact, one of them visited me just here today because his grandfather was a oh, long-time wow. member of the Westside Lions Club. Hmm. And uh, now he's going to become a member because his situation in life has gotten to the point where, okay, it's time for me to start giving back. And so he's going to become a lion. Uh, so yeah. we're looking for those kinds of those, those folks who have that history because it's a great way to honor uh, your predecessors by continuing their legacy of service. So uh, you can certainly come to our website, and I'm going to turn it back over to Lion Steve, our governor, to show it, to explain how you can contact Lions. All right, Steve. Thanks, Lion Sam. Uh, probably the easiest way is to go to our international website, lionsclubs.org. Lionsclubs.org is pretty okay, easy. Yeah. And right there on the front page, there's a, a link where you can locate a Lions Club. So you type in your address or your, your zip code, and it'll give you a list of all the Lions Clubs in your area, and you can contact them and you know tell them that you might be interested in learning more about the Lions, becoming a Lion. Possibly. That's pretty easy. So, yeah. uh, our, our local, yeah, our local website for our district is district2a2.org. District2a2.org. Okay. You get a little better flavor of what we do here in, in Central Texas. You know, our district we serve 21 counties here in this in this part of Texas from here across the Del Rio down to Laredo and then back up to San Antonio so so what's your favorite thing besides this what you're doing today what's your favorite thing that you enjoy doing probably the favorite thing for me is giving scholarships to high school okay. graduates so it's always good it, it's a good job when you can raise money to give it away there you go so all right that's one of my favorite <laughs> things. and then the question came up too I think we had an answer from Trace but we were trying to remember from the last time uh, we encourage people to bring kids out for the screening, but if an adult happens to wander in, uh, <laughs> can they be screened too with the uh, for the eyesight? For Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. We'll screen anyone that's six months or older. Okay. Six <laughs> months or older. So. That's uh, that's Calvin and I, right? You're yeah. You can't <laughs> ride the train, but if you need to get the uh, your, there you go. Your, your sight. I've got the real uh -oh. impact by numbers. Uh oh, Steve. I'm sorry. 42. You can run if you want to. 
42 million students screened around the world. Three million students reached annually. 500,000 pairs of eyeglasses provided to school children in need. 600,000 students treated and 200,000 teachers engaged. That's, that's impressive. He may be reading that, that, that the no, word engaged No, this wrong. is what it, it's under. What does that mean? It's a little different definition of engaged. I think it may be a little different, different definition. <laughs> that's, but, but that's national? That's probably worldwide. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yes. Lines are worldwide. We've got nearly 1.4 million members in almost 220 now different countries and territories in the U.S. We, we represent more of the world, or sorry, in the world. We represent more of the world than the United Nations does. Wow. So, so we're everywhere. Very we're cool. Everywhere. All right. So the website's everywhere. again. Lionsclubs.org Lions is our international Club. website. Okay. Our local is district2a2.org. District2a2.org. Okay. Right. Thanks. Oh, Sam's got one more thing. Yeah, I want to make one more announcement here, uh, and that is that now that, uh, let's see, I think it was declared that the pandemic was over by somebody. But in any case, our Texas Lions camp in Kerrville oh, is good. now getting ready to get back in action and be able to have uh, the kids uh, come back again next summer. Uh, we usually have 1,500 kids that come to our camp. That's a camp for disabled children and for those who have been especially recently diagnosed with diabetes. Uh, so that's happening. Uh, over the last couple of years, we've had what's called family camp where the, the entire family has been able to come and, uh, and have the same kind of things that, uh, that were happening before with counselors and so forth. And our, our uh, CEO of our camp, there goes the train again. <laughs> well, you, you know that they have designated you guys zombies, and that's what that screaming is about. Well, uh, <laughs> are you sure it's us, Calvin? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe not. I think they were identifying us. Yes. Yeah, anybody over 30 yeah. years old over here, right? Uh, in any case, uh, so we were having the, uh, the camp was done in a family kind of way, and the whole family was coming which has been very interesting because in a couple of cases there were some uh, some things that popped up that were uh, almost miraculous according to the parents because in one case a child who has never been audible before was uh, was put on a horse and as he rode the horse around he just started screaming and and uh, and acting like he was having fun, and mom and dad were able to listen. <laughs> That's wonderful. And say, you know, he's never made a sound before, and oh, so this is goodness. this is wonderful. So camp is getting ready to come. And the last thing I want to do, I know Milton always keeps track of phone numbers and and websites yep. uh, down at the, <laughs> down at the station. So uh, I don't have a problem giving you my my uh, phone number because if you want to know anything about lines, you can certainly call me. That's Lion Sam at two one zero three two six. Three nine one five, and you'll and find me at the Lion Site Research PM, Office. Right? What's that? Two one zero three two six three nine one five. All right, I'm sending it back to the station in case anybody got three nine one five. All right, terrific. So they'll have it back. I will have it if you need it. All right, great. All right, thanks, thanks so guys. much for having us out here. It's a great time today. The wind stopped. The the sun is up and it's nice and warm, and it's a great day. Thanks. Come on out and see us. Thanks, guys.
Lion Sam, Lion Steve, you take care. We'll talk to you later. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Man, I think Al's being attacked back at the station. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a moment on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Well, when I say to go marching in, it's a window say go marching in. Back to Melberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. Again, the San Antonio Water System wants to remind you we are at Stage 2 water restrictions, so we want you to be careful out there um, and uh, do the right thing. Be a good water steward. Water on your water day only. Uh, the times to water on that water day are 7 to 11 a.m. and 7 to 11 p.m. And uh, hand watering is allowed at any time. But uh, you can find out all the rules and regs by going to uh, saws.org forward slash stage two, saws.org forward slash stage two, and find out all the rules. And uh, you, there's another reason you want to be careful out there because they are finding people. That's uh, uh, very important. And now the. the are they the, still the, giving certificates? They're citations. Citations. Yes, I'm they're sorry. giving citations. They are citing people, so avoid that fine <laughs> and be a good water steward uh, by taking care and uh, abiding by the rules of the uh, Stage 2 restrictions. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867, the number to call. It's kind of busy out here. Yeah, all so, that screaming train. So you're going to go get your eyes checked? Huh? Going to go get your eyes checked? <laughs> no, I've got uh, implants for cataracts. Oh, okay. So. Okay. I don't know where that falls within what they do. <laughs> All right. Well, well on- it corrects your vision, so yeah. you don't need glasses. But you're wearing glasses. Well, that's to see close. Oh, oh okay. I got you. They, t- they said they would give me some bifocal uh, contacts. For five thousand dollars. Oh, and you said, and I said, I <laughs> think I can get these for less so, than so, five. So you don't know me very well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think you got some corn coming. Oh, good. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The number to call. We've got uh, balloon art. In front of us, we've got the Lions. We mentioned them. The blood drive going on today till 3 o'clock. Uh, walk-ins are welcomed, and blood is in critically low supply. Uh, they're busy. If they don't, if they can, we'll see if we can get them to come by and talk to you uh, today. So, all right. Well, 210-308-8867. What else you got going on over there? That that fellow there buying that uh, tropical milkweed, milkweed right. uh, reminds me of the... Immediate release that came from Texas A&M. Yeah, but I heard it's not right. <laughs> Said the last chance for Texas to glimpse, catch a glimpse, before butterflies continue to Mexico. So that, if that's true, that means that all of you who have tropical milkweed and didn't cut them back and 
take the leaves off and all that stuff, can can feel at ease now because they've left. Uh, Not right. What? They're 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 here, they're here and they're at. I've never seen them leave on schedule. <laughs> Yeah, Kevin, are you are you disputing this from this thing from A and M? From what? A and M. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Kevin wrote a, wrote us all emails. Said that bless their hearts, those Aggies, they try hard, but uh, sometimes they jump the tracks. But uh, <laughs> Kevin wrote back said they had a picture. Yeah. But butterfly on this article. That was the Gulf Fritillary, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't a monarch. I mean, that's a classic Aggie joke, if you ever. Yeah. Did you you did you write them, in, Calvin? And, no, I didn't write them. Oh, come on, Calvin. You got to oh. gig them when they're down, you know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, it said, Wilson said he expects migration to conclude before the new moon. As monarchs struggled to fly when temperatures dipped below 55 degrees. And we've been there. It's been cold, cool in the mornings and I've never, I've never heard them characterize that as any kind of a schedule. <laughs> they're, usually, they're usually worried about getting them on the move. Yeah. Well, you know, A&M is so far ahead of everybody else that uh, they, that's why they come up with this kind of stuff <laughs> there's uh, I'd encourage Texans to take some time to appreciate the event while you still can as populations have been on the decline since 1990 he said so uh I, I was all excited about this until Calvin poo-pooed it. That beautiful butterfly on there. Yeah. The monarch looked great. <laughs> Long-distant migration is possible because they can detect ultraviolet polarized light to orient themselves to the horizon. That's, they figured out why they, how they fly. And they glide for great distances using warm air currents or thermals to lift them to 1,200 to 10,000 feet in the air. You know, that's always been a problem with airliners. Getting monarch butterflies on the windshield. Really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That Did it say that in the article? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. I, I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Most generations of monarch will live just two to six weeks as adults, but adults in the autumn migratory generation can live for up to nine months. That's wild. Uh, but anyway, it's a perfect, perfect time. They, they say uh, can't have migration this year, but uh, get ready to... Uh, Help them next year, next spring. When uh, will they start coming back from Mexico? Um, end of March, April. Okay. Maybe they'll bring some rain with them. <laughs> uh -huh. 
Anyway, uh, let's see. They say yearly counts show that migra- mar- monarch populations are still under decline as to 2022. Only 2.84 hectares or seven acres were occupied by monarchs for the winter habitat last count. By comparison, 1994 to 2000, monarchs occupied about 20 to 44 acres of land at the overwintering site. So that's a significant decree. From 2001 to 2007, it was roughly 22 to 27 acres. From 2007 to 2010, it dropped to around 10 to 12 acres. And from 2011 to 2015, holy smoke, it was between two and seven inches, acres, I'm sorry, two and seven acres. So that that is a significant degree. I guess they doing it the re, the clear cutting down in uh, South America is probably what's getting rid of their habitat. You know they go down they they clear cut stuff and use the land a couple of a couple of years and then move on to another spot. Oh, it's fertile that way. Oh, you know what happens to the first part? <laughs> uh, hopefully, it reforestates itself. Yeah, it's well, a, there. There used to be a wintering round in uh, Monterey and Carmel. Yeah, uh, because it was very active when I was in the army at the yeah. Defense Language Institute. You didn't drop any chemicals on them or anything. No, but it was a spectacular to see them every winter. Yeah. Of course, I was only there two winters. <laughs> yeah, Calvin talks about some uh, uh, replacing lawn grass with the usual gra- ground cover, such as Asian jasmine, dwarf Mexican petunia, and mondo grass is a good way to deal with shade and save water and reduce the amount of work required to maintain the landscape. Well, that's that's uh, very true, and this may be a good time to do it. I mean, uh, with with all with a lot of people losing significant parts of their lawn, and uh, just go ahead and put them uh, put them in something that uh, can be easily maintained. And Calvin gives some several examples in the, today's uh, column in the in the Express. Uh, but uh, and there, there's some pretty things that you can cover that uh, ground with. But uh, Milton, you you had gotten into the uh, um, the gra- the the grass. Uh, Issue had mealy grass, mealy grass. Yeah. Oh yeah, the new uh, Texas superstar. Uh, was it new? It said it was. Said it was just named. I thought that. I thought Texas mealy grass was a 
Uh-oh. I'll look on my phone and see what it said. All right. We'll take a quick break, and we'll tell you about that and coming up in a moment. 210-308-8867. Back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer, where a lot of folks are now come out. And uh, we've got a big line in front of us, which is where the balloon art is and the corn is. So, uh, yep, yeah, lots of folks having a good time out here at Millburgers. We encourage you to come on out. All right, 210-308-8867 from uh, Texas A&M AgriLife. This was, see if it tells me when this release was. Well, it came to me on the Thursday, the 27th. Golf Muley named new Texas superstar plant. Native perennial ornamental grass offers toughness, versatility, and show-stopping color. What's the variety? Does it give the uh, scientific name? Lindheimer uh, Muley. Muhlenbergia capillaris. Capillaris? A C? C-A-P-I-L-L-A-R-I-S. Okay. Also known as Harry on Muley or Pink Muley, a native perennial ornamental grass. I thought I was thinking, I don't guess, I don't guess that's Lindheimer Muley. Lindheimer is, is the one without the yeah pink color, but that's a that's an attractive one too. Yeah, I like them planted as transplants, you know, in the, like on a slope or something like that. Oh. They really really look attractive. There's also uh, plantings where they use the seed, and it's kind of just a filled area. Uh-huh bit of a disorderly thing but uh they, you know, they make a nice they may make a nice uh, planting and for the winter time for sure i i guess len hammer named that didn't he? the muley he found yeah either that i don't i don't know either that or somebody named it for him yeah but you know who len hammer was milton no who he's was from it? new Braunfels. yeah i think i've seen yeah, signs yeah. all yeah, very famous botanist. Yeah, and uh, named a lot of plants, and that, that was one of them. Okay, Lindheimer Muley. Did he name him after himself, like that, or I don't think. They, so. I don't or do know. you think, like Calvin said, yeah. somebody named it after him to honor him? Do you remember Autumn Mist used to be the selection that they uh, Lindheimer Muley? No, it was the the one from the that had the pink color. Oh yeah, yeah, that's pretty. But uh, now they they just talk about the that uh, species, uh, and not as much about the various yeah. selections. Most of the time, uh, unfortunately, the the selections uh, were get big, get extremely big. Well, Lindheim and Mute is always kind of more compact. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it's, uh, it's nice. They le- they look nice together too. Autumn Mist and Lindheimers. Oh yeah, and uh, you get to enjoy them uh, all through all through the summer, and then uh, in the winter or fall, late fall, 
they have those pretty plumes on top, the seed pods. And uh, our lesser goldfinches like them. And, uh, yeah, I bet they'd feed on those yeah, seed. Yeah, and they, uh, oh, what's the cover, real cover, buntings? Bunting, yeah. Yeah, they They're like pretty. them too. So I'd say, yeah, I don't, it's a, uh, we're just not using it as much as we were 10 years ago. Yeah. Well, the, they've got somewhat prettier one. Uh, that fountain grass uh, that they had for sale here, a couple of the problem with it is that it'll freeze. So you have to protect it during the hard winters. The purple fountain? Yeah, purple yeah. fountain grass. But that's a pretty one. That thing's pretty. It immediately caught on to the market. Yeah, it was easy to, you didn't have to do much, you just pulled it up and <laughs> chopped it into quarters and yeah, and kept it away from the cold. Yeah, that's all you had to do. Uh, I'm looking at, <laughs> I'm looking at Neil's Ferris deal and he's talking good about the, uh, Purple Heart again, Matthew. Oh, good. <laughs> I tell you, that's that's a hard plant to beat. Uh, he got a question and said, I planted a bed of Purple Heart ground cover this spring. Somebody told me that it will die to the ground when it freezes. Is that true? Yes. Does it always come back in the spring? Hell yes. <laughs> both are, Neil says both are true. It's one of my, one of the cold-hardy relatives of Wandering Jew. It makes a beautiful purple leaf ground cover if you don't mind having bare bed over the winter. The new growth will emerge in the first warm spring, and it's, it, uh, that new growth is the prettiest part of the growing part of that uh, plant. And, uh, in fact, it's it's really neat when it freezes back, because when it comes back, oh, come and sometimes ours will come back in the winter if we have a warm winter, and uh, it'll always come up and send those very purple little shoots up uh, out of solid stone when it's growing. But uh, that's that's a good plant. Kind of reminds me of. Uh, other uh, plants. <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, people. I don't. Th I don't think people manage it right. I think th that they ought to let it get about uh, uh, twelve to fourteen inches high, maybe a little higher, and then mow it off. Well, you think they're mowing or it too early? A shred. Well, no, shred it off so that new growth will come. Oh. <laughs> my my neighbor planted a new bed in their front yard, and they they were put, they put in purple heart all over the bed. And I, when they were putting it in, I walked over. I said, "If any of these plants die, fire the landscaper. They will not die. You will not lose a single one of them." And sure enough, they came back. And then <laughs> then. Uh, that uh, winter, that froze back, of course, and they were big time upset. I mean, it was bare ground 
right where they froze back. And so I went over there. I said, let ma'am, they're coming back. You couldn't kill those plaid for the bulldozer. And um, <laughs> sure enough, they came back. And uh, they're, they're, they're like the picture in the paper now. Uh, they've, let, they've let them grow tall, and they don't water that bed. Mm. And that's, that's a plant probably you do, it'll do better if you don't water it. It won't grow as oh, much. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it won't grow as much. Like, uh, like Pavonia. We've, not Pavonia. Uh, we talked about uh, 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 Cosmos. Cosmos. Where you water it, will you plant out the seed, you water it the first time, maybe the second time, two weeks apart, and then you don't water it anymore. Because if you water it or fertilize it, it'll get big and lanky and fall over. So if you want it to be compact and really looking nice, you never ever, you can't quit watering uh, Cosmos. All right, 210-308-886. Not going to work, Trace. 210-308. Trace has a big uh, circus top hat on. It's not going to. It's the, not going to work. The mic's not going to. Yeah, the headphones won't I can go. leave my glasses on, but I can't. Yeah. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's going on, Trace? Oh, there's lots of kids having fun. Yeah. It got real busy all of a sudden. That's Did you hear screaming? Yes, we can hear okay. him screaming. All Barely. Right. Barely? Oh, no. <laughs> I have to go turn the volume up on no, that. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> They've blown out my ear. ear uh, hearing yeah, well, you, got, you got headphones on, so. It's still the Uh-oh, they're coming they're back. They're coming. I hear them. Oh, Lord. Turn down your headphones. We, we, need, we need that Jaws music. Donna. Did I I ever tell you that my wife convinced the guy at our wedding, instead of the bridal march or whatever they normally play, that's what he had. The people's jaws? That's That's funny. My mother almost had a conniption fit. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. So y'all, every year on your anniversary, do you? You play the theme to Jaws? That's every day. Oh, okay. <laughs> she fits the criteria most of the time. So, yeah, we got the corn here. The corn will be back tomorrow. The balloon artist is uh, clearly very popular with the line in front. We've got the uh, sand. How have you, is anybody, have you been, have you walked back by the blood? Uh, I have. There's a few people sitting back there. Which Good. I, I did not walk through the, the buses. But, How uh, many buses did they bring? They brought, they brought two. Okay, good. And it's my understanding they're relatively full. So yay, uh, good. But I think they'll take your blood anyway. Yeah, they will. They're going to yeah. stay here until until there until there's no more blood to be had. Right. Until people stop coming, they're usually really good about that. So yeah, they'll uh, walk-ins are welcome. So we did encourage you to sign up, but if you didn't and now you're going, oh man, well I'll have to wait. You don't have to wait. Come on out and just do a walk-in and take care of it, and then. How about the line, the screenings? Are the screenings, is a line there too? Um, well, there was two people sitting back there, and I, they've got like four stations inside the bus. Okay. So I did not walk through the bus, but I did try it this morning. It was, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was relatively quick, uh, other than I didn't know what prescription I had. 
Oh. So uh, <laughs> couldn't quite verify real quick how uh, how I could improve my vision. Well, what did they? But check? they did. I mean, they eventually loaned me a pair of glasses. Said, "Is it better with this?" And I said, "Yes." Oh. And so now I know what I'm supposed to get. Okay. And did you? Uh, did they check anything else? I'm just curious. Uh, did they did a little air test? Okay. So, for a so glaucoma. I yeah, think. I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they checked me without my glasses. So they checked me with my glasses, and then yeah. I did that. Okay. And anybody that's got uh, diabetes should get that glaucoma no. test no, yeah, that, right off. No, that's actually uh, one of the questions on the questionnaire. Is, do you have diabetes? Or? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, and there was a couple other other things that I I didn't check because even okay. if, even if I did, I don't want to know. Well, <laughs> you should. Yeah, they uh, don't follow Jerry's lead in this. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they have to. He's had seven ears of corn so far today. No, <laughs> I, I believe it. <laughs> that corn is unbelievable. He's going to singly-handed make our donation to the American yeah, Cancer Society. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, do they when y'all buy that corn? Do they put the variety on there? Uh, it is uh, HB sweet corn. Oh, is that right? So whatever H-E-B stocks yeah. is sweet corn. It's a bicolor corn, and a meaning it has uh, white kernels and uh, 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 yellow kernels. And uh, that's the way super, that's the way uh, a Sweet G90, the one we put on the market 30, 40 years ago, had to. It was by color too, and people people were funny. People said, "I don't I don't want those two colors of corn on there." And I said, "Can't you get one that's got all yellow kernel?" If you put enough butter on it, uh, it's yeah, all yellow. that's right. That's true. <laughs> or if you put enough pepper on it, you can't tell. There you no. Go. And I would I would say no. We did that for diversification purposes. And uh, so the people that want the yellow corn can eat the yellow kernels off, and the people who want the white corn can eat the white kernels off. I wonder if I should bring, because I want these, they don't believe me. I wonder if they would roast a sweet potato for me in there. I, I bet you could for a $3 donation oh. to the American Cancer Society. I will make sure it happens. Okay, I'll bring some sweet potatoes tomorrow, and they don't even wrap them up. Well, you, you're gonna have to have butter, and you're gonna have to have some brown sugar. Yeah, and I'm still off my diet, so I will partake of one. Okay, I'll, I'll see if I can get some sweet potatoes on the way here. Because y'all, I'm telling you, because just just how you said that corn was so sweet. Yeah, that sweet potatoes they'll knock your socks off when they're roasted. Hmm. We'll have to we'll ask them. All right, two one zero three zero eight. 8867. So do, do you wrap it in aluminum foil? I guess so. I do when I do the do it on the grill. So. Uh, but I guess that it cooks quicker in there because the temperatures are higher? I don't know. I don't know either because it takes a long time to cook it. Yeah. All right. I'll, we'll, we'll ask tomorrow when it's a little <laughs> a little slower. We don't want to stop the uh, donations from coming in right now. Yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. And uh, what else is going on at the Nursery Trace? With uh, We mentioned all the activities, but what about uh, things that they can get? Uh, we saw the irises. and uh, Irises are on sale. Mm-hmm. So I hesitate to say bulb. So an iris flag. Okay. And so these are like old German iris. Uh, there's four or five colors, something like that. Wow. And uh, they look pretty good. Still showing green on the 
yeah. on the stems. <laughs> Milton, did you know that, that that thing on the front is called a nose? A nose? And your nose is supposed to face north when you plant it? I did not know that. Okay. Okay. I do. Jerry's looking like he they, doesn't know. They don't talk about, about noses. <laughs> so point your nose toward the, and when you get it, it, it has a nose on it? It has a, yes. Okay. I could say beak. but I'll go, look, let me go look at the nose. picture. <laughs> I see it in the picture? It doesn't sound like a topic it. that uh, UT graduates should be talking That's about. Right. Oh, okay. That's right. Uh, as I was walking in, I can, I, I can make an Aggie joke out of it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> as I was walking in, I couldn't help but notice those beautiful mums out there. They Something. are nice. They, they don't have a whole lot longer for for blooming, but yeah. uh, they're going to be showy for this weekend and through Halloween. And I, what I like best is their perennial. Yeah. So the first year is the worst year. Oh wow! When they when they bloom naturalized, it seems to go longer, better, unless it rains. Huh. Well, they look pretty good now. I they mean, that, this is—is is this the worst year? And they look this good? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Assuming they're being cut back like they should over the okay. first yeah. part of the summer to make and, them bloom. And what Thick. is the Dio Dia de las Muertes Muertes flower? You're going to ask me to fumble those words. No, I'm sorry. Dia, Dia los Muertos. There you go. I think you did better than I did. So we have marigolds for this. Oh, that's too. right. That's right. So the mum is the Americanized version, and the marigold is the real tradition in Mexico of taking marigolds to the cemetery. Yeah. Uh, so we got real pretty uh, large blooming orange in hanging baskets. They are spectacular. Uh, we also have some other colors in the in the smaller pots. Yeah. But we brought those in just for this event. That's great. Cool. Well, uh, we're, t- we're talking about those chrysanthemums blooming over there. Uh, Neil's got a question. Says, what care do I need to give my garden mums once they finish blooming in the next couple of weeks? That's us, right? Trim, he said, trim the old flowering stem back to within a couple of inches of the ground. You'll see new clusters of stems starting to develop. Those will be next year's plants. You want to leave short pieces of old stems to mark where the plants are so you won't damage the new shoots over the winter. If your plants have become crowded, late fall is a good time to dig and divide them. Then replant the strongest plants back into well-prepared soil. So you could get one of those, get some of those uh, big containers and divide them right now, so cut them back and so divide So in retail, that's, uh, we don't like that. We'd rather them buy a new mum and not divide. They'll be more, more successful. Quit it. Yeah. Does he know, has he listened to us? just show and heard Lisa, Lisa on there? Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Poor Lisa. Huh? That was a that was a non-productive call for her last week. So you're saying you should that, never bought that. That after they bloomed, you just throw them away? No, no. Plant them in the ground. Okay. And everything. Just don't divide them. Huh? That was yeah. That, that was good until you said that. Okay. 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 Don't ever divide them. That's against the law, isn't it? Uh, it should be. <laughs> If it's not already, it's, it's it should be. But anyway, 
uh, you just put them, pop them straight in the ground, uh, and and cut them back. Uh, you you might uh, cut the flowers off. I would definitely cut the spent blooms. Yes, but cut the spent bloom off. But if there's any green foliage, you need to leave that on there so they can store that root, energy root, when they die yeah, back. Yeah, root in to the, to the And you know, sometimes the weather's just right. If you whack all those blooms off, there'll, be, an, blooms. there'll be another wave underneath yeah, them. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, here in this climate, they yeah, want, they want yeah. them to rebloom. <laughs> it has a... We, we've all, always debated about whether we should let them rebloom and then whether it reduces the fall bloom or not. Yeah. Some uh, some of the plants it does, some it doesn't seem to. Yep. All right, 210-308-8867. We are going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up from the fun. Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Bring the kids by today and have a great time on 930 a.m. The Answer. Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Where is Jerry Lee from? I don't remember. Do you know? Well, he stayed a lot around Memphis. Yeah, well, here, I'll find out where he was born. But his, uh, you know, his Mickey Gilly. Uh, yeah. His Cousin. His Louisiana. Yeah. So I don't know if Jerry Lee was from Louisiana or it was uh, a, a in Memphis. There was a picture in the paper, which was kind of amazing. Uh, today, I think it was. It had it was a a young yep, Elvis, Carl Perkins, yeah, and uh, Jerry Lee, Lee Lewis and Johnny Cash and Johnny Cash, the yeah. uh, Millionaire Quartet or the uh, Million Dollar Quartet. That's huh? I was at Sun Records. They were, I think when they were all at Sun. And born in Faraday, Louisiana. Do what? Born in Faraday, Louisiana. There you go. We were we were pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Calvin, this week in the garden, says uh, apply apply a contact herbicide such as cut vine and stump killer to the pruning cut on the stem rising out of the soil to reduce the likelihood that unwanted hackberry, mulberry, chinaberry, and other seedlings will re-sprout from the roots. Now, I've, I haven't done my, uh, done my experiment yet where I just painted on the outside of the wood, which I think will work. Uh, but of course, cutting it and uh, putting a drop or two on the cut surface—we know it works in winter or summer. But uh, we've been told somebody called in and said 
You don't need to do all that cutting and everything. Just put it on the bark, which I is true for remedy. That. Yeah. And that's what cut vitamin stump killer is, I think. You have, I think you'd have to to have it look decent. You'd have to cut it off afterwards or something because you don't oh, want yeah, to leave it'll, the, the, it'll kill the tree. Yeah, you don't want to leave all the stems yeah. sticking up. But uh, my uh, Chinese pistache is just full of berries this year, which means neighborhood's going to get a dose of it, another dose of it. And uh, <laughs> there, you know, if a plant is green at this time of the year, what other plant do you know that's, not, that's green, that's a desirable plant to keep at this time of the year? That's green? Huh? Like, like uh, my, the Chinese pistache seedlings are green. Got leaves in them. Yeah, an aqua. Yeah. Uh, there's a, there's a, bunch, there's a uh, bunch of them. Uh, there's one that's... Uh, Mu not mulberry, uh, but that comes up all uh, ligustrum. Is yeah. that what you got to cut off? Cut out, Mitt? That's a pain. Yeah. Okay, that's green. That's a pain. Not this year so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I was going to show you a picture. I'll, let me get it. That if you uh, go ahead. If you, I didn't. It, it, I didn't know if this was a serious sign of the uh, <laughs> that we uh, were in a drought or not. Uh, oh man, where are the pictures? <laughs> but anyway, that uh, uh, plant is green, but it's it's wilted, but it's not dying. It's wilted. So, do, do, does bamboo normally turn yellow and brown this time of year? Yeah, yeah. it does. Okay, it's I, not dead, man. I couldn't remember. No, don't don't get your hopes. I up, thought man. the drought had affected the bamboo too. No, no. It might have knocked it back. Oh but yeah, it's yeah. There's depends on what kind of so, what soil it's on. And yeah. Because it. Uh, but it's even, not dead. Yeah, even bamboo is uh, affected. Uh, primrose, jasmine, same thing. It, yeah. Some sites it'll wilt, and uh, <laughs> all all of those plants are. There's not much soil there. Yeah. Stressed at least. Now, there's a fellow, the, the eyeglasses guy, decided he's going to get some white uh, uh, cyclamus, you think? No, oh, okay. <laughs> he got all white cyclamus. Uh, and uh, we used to promote this quite a bit, uh, uh, to reduce damage to fruit trees from bacterial diseases over the winter, apply copper oxide product to the crown and stems on about November 1st. And uh, they, they found out, I think, as I remember, that you want to knock the leaves off with the spray. Is that right, Kel? Yeah, that's... You, you want... You want the leaves to be on there until yeah. November one, and then you you spray and blow them off. It works best if the leaves fall off. 
Yeah, and I guess I guess that's because the leaf when the leaf upsizes, uh, it leaves an opening. Yeah, which I guess can. And I harbor. I said uh, copper oxide there, but cupric hydroxide and yeah. there's about six different names you can use that yeah. depending on the product. But uh, copper hydroxide. And I think if I remember correctly, this is the only way to control bacterial diseases in fruit trees. I mean if you yeah. don't if you don't get it on now uh, and it gets into the tree, you're finished. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> um, but my mine of uh, this uh, last batch of my peaches have done much better than the, the generation before. Yeah. Well, we've settled on a Florida King, right? Yeah, that, <laughs> that that's outperformed. I don't know if they have resistance to these bacterial diseases in this certain species. I know the one from A&M that they put out was very susceptible to bacterial canker and diseases. But anyway. And then a wildflower seed. Now you know this little bit of rain we're getting probably if if it's a half an inch or a little more and slow fall slowly like it did uh, this last weekend, mm-hmm. you might be able to get away with planting wildflower seeds and getting them to germinate. But uh, so you say spread spread wildflower seed on open sites on the landscape where the seed can reach bare ground and make soil contact. Seed soil contact. That's the key. And uh, try the try the seed in available in mixes because the advantages of mixes are that one or more of the seed varieties usually have conditions that result in germination and bloom. That's true, especially true since larkspur is in most of those mixes. And that baby's <laughs> give it half a chance, and it's coming. I may, I talk a b- little bit about larkspur in the ne- next Saturday's article. <laughs> I talk about the. Uh, d- this article doesn't isn't about dianthus, is it? No. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. d- dianthus and larkspur and uh, Turks. Yeah, those plants yeah. are coming up. Yeah, well just to. Uh, and they reseed readily. Yeah, I'm getting a, a lar- If you don't let larkspur take over, you, it, uh, it's got some use. Because, <laughs> uh, oh. you know, it, it makes a good cut flower. It, yeah. Uh, and it is, uh, the butterflies like it, oh, hummingbirds yeah. like it. Yeah. It's a, nice, it's a nice plant. And it's got the little bunny head in there. Makes, yeah. ma- makes some nice bouquets, too. Oh, yeah. And uh, dried flower, dried uh, That's arrangements. That's right. I, I never do uh, that, but you talk about it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, larkspur is a... Well, again, when you look up larkspur on the Internet, 
there's a lot of articles on how to control it, how to how to get it out of your pastures, because it okay, it'll it'll, it'll it's invasive, especially up in the rangeland. I bet it's pretty when it blooms, but the ranchers don't like it because I think I don't think the cows will eat it. I, I, the deer won't, will it? Don't seem to. No deer, yeah. So anyway, larkspur, if you just don't want to, there's different color of larkspur, pink, and I don't know if uh, wild seed sells different colors or not. Sure they do. I know in their mixes, a larkspur mixture, you'll get different colors. Yeah. And it's blue. It's pretty persistent, the colors, too. Yeah. Because I I was, gosh, I haven't put a new larkspur (laughs) seed out there for 15 years, but there's still a lot of colors. Oh, yeah. And and unlike the wildflower books... It tells you you can't transplant it. <laughs> my again, my volunteers showed me pretty quick that that was not right. Because hmm. you know, you think about using transplants, you get them when they're fairly small. We were pulling mature blooming yeah. plants out, and the volunteers were taking them home. With that, they have a tap root on them, like a carrot, and they were taking them home and blooming, blooming them at home. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call: two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on Millburgers uh, on nine thirty a.m. This is the answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer again a reminder. San Antonio Water System wants you to know we are in stage two restrictions. So uh, we are going through a tough time here with the drought, but you can uh, maintain your uh, lawn and your yard. You can avoid fines. You can help with the infrastructure by just abiding by those stage two restrictions. They're really easy, and you'll find them on uh, saws.org forward slash stage two. But uh, just letting you know off the bat, uh, you have a designated water day that's Monday through Friday. Uh, you, your day is depending upon your address, and you can water between 7 a.m. and 11 a.m. and uh, 7 p.m. and 11 p.m. Uh, you'll find all the rules, plus lots of great resources at saws.org. So check it out. Okay, and avoid those fines. Okay. Believe me, Mark. There you go. Believe me, Mark is a really nice guy. Yeah, and so you but s- you don't want to see him in your front yard. No. And, yeah, it's not pretty. No. No. And he'll, he'll be there. <laughs> he'll give you a citation. He will. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Lots of kids out here in costume having fun, too. So, yeah, just kind of watching everything. 
Lots of good people watching today from the porch. So I wonder, do they do you actually have to pay them, or do they take it to your water bill? Oh, I don't know how it works. I don't. Um, I think you. I think it's a, a process where you can contest it. So, but I don't know how that works. Do you remember? We didn't. We did oh, not, here, here we'll. we We did not uh, have that uh, have ticket option back when I was there. The uh, police, the police gave him a, a real ticket. Okay. Well, uh, but I, I think they just, ta- I think they just now tack and tack, tack it, it onto, onto the, the, onto the water bill. bill. I don't it was know. just a thought. I, Mark, I, you'll have to give us a call. 210-308-8867. Not that anybody wants a bigger water bill. But. No, no. It's just avoid it. Yep. And, um, all right, 210-308-8867. We told you, uh, did I tell him on the air that he has mayonnaise? I forgot. I, I, you, <laughs> no, told, you told I me. Told you, so you were on the air yet. I don't know. So what it's, is this uh, deal with mayonnaise? Well, it's like okay. a big thing. I don't know. You can't can't have any and you're no, no, lusting no. after it? No, we just got in a big argument at work. I can remember it scarred me forever. And so oh. I was surprised he didn't have mayonnaise, but he does. Someone asked for it and he got it out of huh. Kind of out of his eyes, chest, and but anyway, all right. So they are they are really popular today. Where is the face painting? Is it around the corner? Well, we we knew it'd be too much congestion right here, so they're right on the other side of the picture taking area. Oh, okay. She's got just as long, if not longer, of a long. Uh, is it going to be line. sad on come November first to take down all the? No, because you know why. Christmas. Christmas. Okay. And how can you be sad going to Christmas? No, that's true. Do we have Christmas planned well, out already? With, Char- with Charles the losing ha- Halloween in favor yeah, of Christmas. Yeah, very sad. Halloween was the most important. Well, as soon as we get to that, then Valentine's Day will be the most important. That's right. Then my birthday would be most important. Oh, bad. man. Are we, what are we doing for your birthday? I don't know yet. No. Okay. <laughs> then Trace, Mother's Day. Trace is big. Yeah, that's right. So there's always something happening. Yeah. We'll have to see. Do we have any more? Um, so you're telling me I need an event for my birthday here? I don't know. Maybe you should. Maybe you pay, people should dress up as Trace for his birthday. You know, that happened last Halloween. I had an employee dress as me. Oh, that's right. I do kind of remember yeah. that. And then one dressed like Peter. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. That's funny. Drew the mustache on and everything. But Did they win? Know. No. Okay. But they didn't draw it on his handlebars, so nobody knew. Oh, so no. It's not right. No. I'm trying to see what other events are coming up. Do you, do you remember if we have anything? For more for fall gardening or winter gardening I'm, coming up with David? I thought we had something with David. Let's see what what, what pops up in November. Oh, November's not populating yet. So I, we'll have to see. I know from a little birdie told me that oh. Trace has got some beautiful poinsettias ordered. We do. For this year. Already? And he's one of the back few. In, back in August. Oh. Yeah, he's one of the few yeah. that has them. Wow. Because uh, that grower is uh, going out of business. Okay. Right? I, well, I thought somebody bought them. Huh? I thought somebody bought them. Well, yeah, but you don't know if they're going to do poinsettias or not. Well, if they don't, they got a big lull <laughs> where, where they're not going to have any income. Poinsettias is a wonderful way to stay open. Yeah, yeah. But anyway... The reason I know this is I went over to get some, and they said, oh, no. Millburgers bought them all. Somebody's already bought them all. You said, who? <laughs> no, I didn't even have to say you that. Just, you knew it from the get-go. I knew it. 
When do they go on sale? November 1st? <laughs> I, I, no, they won't even be here then. Oh, okay. I was wondering. <laughs> I, my hope is never. These are the most beautiful poinsettias. Uh, this oh, I mean on sale sale. I just for sale. For sale. Uh, I think a dab of them the week before Thanksgiving. Okay. And then a fair amount the week of. And then it goes like three more weeks past that. And yeah. the Christmas hay maze will be up? No. <laughs> that will be down Monday night or Tuesday, one okay. of the two. It's and the hay will away. be for sale? So the hay that got rained on is yeah. going to be, uh, for lack of a better word, fed to goats. Okay. Because goats don't care. Yeah. Uh, okay. But we're going we're gonna to continue to stock this Gordo hay, uh, at least until we sell down all the stuff that we can keep dry. Okay. Yeah, we never have had a Christmas maze. Yeah, we're not, and we still won't. <laughs> that's where the noble furs go, Milton. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Uh, okay, yeah. duh. Got to have noble furs. Yes, we do. Noble and the three the three biggies? Noble, noble Frazier, right? and Nordman. Okay, right. And the Nordman's good because allergies? Are you asking me? Or are no, you telling I'm just me? setting you up. Okay. It's allergies. So people that have uh, allergies to Christmas trees are far less likely to have an issue with a Nordman than they are with any other tree. Yeah. Very cool. There's, a, and there's a couple that come all the way from Austin every year just to get a Nordman. I don't doubt it. Yeah. All right. Again, 210-308-8867. Or somebody else buying some more white cyclamen. Walking around with it. <laughs> it is the most fragrant. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, you're still selling a lot of those... Uh, 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 but uh, tropical milkweed plants. Uh-huh. Well, as, long still, as, as long as they're blooming. They're still blooming. And they're still butterflies. Yeah. Queens. Unbelievable number of queens out there. Yeah. I'm surprised the kids aren't chasing them around. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> well, they were. They were uh, maybe the, there's, a, there's a happy medium on the numbers for the kids. <laughs> you're just... They get distracted when there's this many, and, and then they get all these activities. The butterflies kind of fall to wonder, ninth or tenth on the list. I wonder what happened to our three pretty yellow ones that we had out here. Oh, yeah. On a dianthus. I wrote, I wrote several about Several weekends in a row. I wrote about those in dianthus oh, next week. They're famous. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most amazing thing. I mean, they, they stayed there for weeks. Like maybe they went... Where do they go? Do they they don't go south? Do they don't go. They don't they, go anywhere. They don't. They don't go to Diantha's heaven. Oh, okay. But they, you know, they get affected by the weather for sure. Oh yeah. But, but uh, it's not like the uh, a migration route like the monarchs. And you still got those Dianthus, uh on sale, right? Four-inch pot, regular we do. fifty-nine. I believe it's Dianthus and Pansies this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And we're going to revisit another real popular one next week. Uh-oh. <laughs> so they'll find out Wednesday? They'll find out Wednesday. Okay. MelbergerNursery.com. And you still got Blue Plumbago. Like I said, that's... I've got Blue Plumbago in the backyard half a... Yeah. 40 years. And uh, it, I don't ever water it, and it keeps coming back. Jerry likes plants that give him value for the money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's a torturer. Yeah. <laughs> Think how much better they'd look if you did water them. 
Well, but yeah, but ours still look good after they came back right after the freeze, the big freeze. Oh yeah. yeah. Now Milton, his yeah. his issue is you can't see his because he always forgets and leaves them in the trunk. So, uh. <laughs> I don't have a trunk anymore. No. No, truck. they came back. Yeah. The the dog runs through them. They still do great. The cat sleeps under them. They still do great. <laughs> They're not water. They look good. They're in the shade. So I got a story when we get off the air. Uh oh. Uh oh. About something he just said. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, what else you see? Uh, let's see. Still got the winterizer fertilizer yeah. on sale. Yes, sir. And now's the time. Uh, they need to do it pretty quick. Yeah, yeah we're if if your grass is green. Yeah. There's a, it doesn't do any good to where, fertilize my dead my uh, bare bare ground. Well, it might make you sleep better at night. No, <laughs> it was worth a shot. Yeah, did y'all get a bunch of rain on uh, Friday? Yesterday, uh, I guess. Just enough to no Thursday. Just enough to be a. Uh, it was yesterday. Sorry. Yeah, it was yesterday. Just yeah, it enough, was. Just enough to make things a little moist. Wouldn't okay. it been Wouldn't it been nice if it rained like that for two days? Yeah, oh, that yeah. would help a lot. That'd be wonderful. We had to get the blower out to get the water out of the colored pumpkins. <laughs> oh, is that right? The, the water sits on there for too long enough to rot some. Yeah. Okay. And then it also makes the stems not as sturdy. So oh, man. until they dry out, they're more prone for people to break the. Yeah. The stem is not a handle, guys. What? No, people don't know that. No. I've seen seen people walking through the nursery holding them by the handle. Uh, yep. By the stem. Um, well, that Calvin yell yell at yells at him, yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I can't remember what issue we were talking about, but there was a little boy, uh, probably, probably about eight, was make it, running across the top of the pump. <laughs> oh, I, I, I didn't know. That was right was. after they came in and you gave me a heart attack when you said uh, that. Uh, no, really? Because I'd already told him to put the signs up. Hours before that, do not please do not sit on the pumpkins, and basically the hand the stem is not a handle. Okay. So do not pick them up by the stem. Well, this, this this little boy today was, I didn't know whether he was going to fall down and hurt himself first or ruin a bunch of pumpkins. So you, you were worried about the pumpkins. So you didn't yell at him? No, we count on you. Text me. We had a conversation here. Next year, yeah, you'll have to set the pumpkins up near us. What is it that Calvin yells at people about during Christmas? I'm trying to remember. There's I don't some, know. There's something that they pick up or cause trouble with if Calvin gets upset. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Huh? I'm, I don't. I can't. Yeah, think I'm of what blanking it is. too. But anyway. All right. Still. Uh, well, actually, we're we're getting close to the end of the show. What's here tomorrow, Trace? You're going to have the corn. We're going to have the corn. We're going to have the face painting. Oh, good. We're going to have the balloon art. Okay. We're going to have the train. Okay. We always have the maze until after Halloween, then it comes down. Yeah. And we're going to have some pumpkins. Oh, good. I heard rumors. Rumors? That some places, which will remain nameless, do not have any left. (gasps) But we do. But we do. you got good ones, too. Yeah. So just in time for Monday. They can probably come Monday at noon and get them. They can. And then, you know, they don't have to carve them. How long did you keep your pumpkin? Years. Yeah. Yeah, I think think you had three years on it as far as. It's three or four. Yeah. I'm beginning to lose track in my old age. It's okay. But the little ones you keep for a long time. Oh, they do? Okay. I don't think they'll ever rot. Do they rot? They get bruised. Bruised. Yeah. 
They'll turn Funky Cutter. At least it's just zombies, not old zombies. That hurt. That was personal. Right. Let's see, what else? Uh, so that'll be going on until Halloween. Uh, tomorrow, like Trey said, the corn. So, Jerry, you can get more corn tomorrow. Good. Is that okay? Bring, bring another pin with you. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I've got an extra one for for just this per, just yeah. this per circumstance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I had one ear of corn. Yeah. And I've had two shots. Oh, Jeremy's not going to let you do that tomorrow. I know. Well, he's oh, he's going to be here. He yeah. Might come by, yeah. Uh, that's okay. You, you you can sneak me the money, and I'll sneak it back <laughs> over here. When, if you'd like to be enabled, give us a <laughs> come visit us here at Bill Burgers. Uh, that, that, that does shoot sugars up. Yeah, I bet. Big time. Seems like all the stuff that tastes good shoots your sugars up. Have you noticed that? I haven't noticed that. No, that's, yeah. Okay. But you said sweet potatoes are okay, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sweet potatoes are, are they're not deadly as uh, mashed potatoes are. Right. I mean, our, which I love, by the way, have eaten since I was a baby. But uh, it's it got that's, a lot of carbs in it. So that's back in Moses' day, right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He and Moses used to share the uh, <laughs> the, 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 the Irish potato. <laughs> Moses would say, where'd you get this? Just, just keep eating, Moses. You don't... <laughs> Potatoes and, and catfish. Oh, man. That's what I used to eat all the time. And the catfish was probably okay. Sweet potatoes and catfish is even better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah all right. Well, I don't want to mess up their thing, though, So, but I will bring a couple. I'll bring some foil-covered. Uh, you, you you donate to the okay. Cancer Society, and I'll make it happen. Okay. What if it but messes don't, up their Don't bring the steak or anything like that. We're not going to put steak out there. All right, we are going to up. we got Lions in the studio again. Lions and the blood, uh, South Texas blood, will be here till 3. Yes. So you can still come out for that. All right, we'll say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. On behalf of the docs, we'll see you tomorrow back here at Millburgers, 1604 and Boulevardy Road on 930 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.